Hello and welcome to Social Media Ministries. My name is Spencer Kaufman. Thank you so much for joining us today. If this is your first time watching, whether on YouTube or social media or listening, whether it's uh, while you're driving or on a podcast somewhere, thank you so much for taking the time to participate and to listen to today's message. Now again, if it's your first time here, wherever you're, you're viewing this or listening, find the source and subscribe, whether that's on YouTube or a podcast or anywhere. Subscribe so that you can continue to be notified when we post new video messages or new audio messages for you to view. Now, if it's also your first time, feel free to check back at older messages. They're all online, they're all archived, so you can listen or view or watch anytime you like. Share them with your friends and family as well. So today we have a very powerful message that uh, hopefully will uh, wake people up a little bit and also shed some light on a few things in addition to providing a little bit more clarity on what the Bible really means. Now again, our mission here at Social Media Ministries is to use social media or to spread the living word of God through social media to as many people as possible. So hopefully you can help us with that by sharing or giving either way. But today we are talking about sin. Sin is something that is against God. It is an action against what we are supposed to do, how we are supposed to live our lives as Christians. So let's dive right in. The topic of the message today is that all sins are equal. Now some people may be saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm not a murderer. I've maybe lied or I cheated on a test or when I was a kid I stole a peanut or something at the grocery store. I didn't kill anybody. I am not as bad as a murderer. You may say, okay, fine, you're not as bad as a murderer on earth, in earthly terms. However, all sin is equal in the eyes of God. Sin separates us from God. So we're going to start out, we're going to look at a lot of scripture today. So if you have your Bibles, get them. If you can't have your Bible right now, if you're driving or something, don't worry, I'll read the verses, but I encourage you to come back later and look up those verses. So you can uh, find all of them referenced in the description below. That will help you so you don't have to listen and figure out where I mentioned each verse. But read them and read around them. Study them. Talk about them with others. If you don't like something, put a comment down below and let's get some discussion going. With that, we're diving in Romans 3.23. Now, it says, this is the NIV we are reading from. It says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That's it. Most people have that verse memorized. It's a very popular verse for children to learn in Sunday school and other Bible programs. Uh, Romans 3.23, all have sinned. Everybody. Everyone is a sinner. Okay, so what does that mean? What are we, what are we proving when we say that everyone is a sinner? Well, it's Basically, it's whether you tell a lie, commit a murder, whatever you do, it is still sin. Now, am I saying that, hey, it's okay for you to go commit murder because it's no different than lying? No. <laughs> you do not need to be going out and doing that. You shouldn't be doing anything sinning. 
definitely not murder. It, it, on earth, there are consequences in degrees of severity. You lie, there's probably no consequence. You lie to your boss, there's a consequence. You lie to your parent, there's a consequence. You lie to the government, there's definitely a consequence. You murder, there's a consequence. So, keep in mind that all of these sins that you do have consequences. The biggest, biggest consequence is right here. Fall short of the glory of God. That means that you are not allowed to be in God's glory. You can't go to heaven. There's only one way you can go to heaven, and that's because someone else has paid for your sins. Uh, you know who that is, hopefully. If you don't, we'll come to it later. It's Jesus. We'll talk more about that. But right now, in the eyes of God, you, by sinning, whatever it is, have separated yourself from God. So you need Jesus to bridge that gap. There's an old uh, creation, it's a cartoon, or an, it's a drawing really, of a, a cliff and a cliff, and you are on one side and God is on another, and how do you get there? And then they put a cross there. That cross is your bridge, Jesus. He died to bridge that gap. So it is humans. We have distorted uh, a lot of things, really. The mankind has messed up a lot. Um, you know this by looking at the world. We won't even get into it all. Basically, humans have created their own type of uh, ideals, re religions even. They've taken what God wants and distorted it. This is all throughout the Bible. It's not just today. Look at the Israelites, how many times he wanted to wipe them out, how different people pleaded for them, whether it was different prophets that, I mean, look, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, all those books are about God's wrath on the Israelites, trying to wipe them out. Saddam and Gomorrah, way back when, when you had Abraham pleading for the, the town. Uh, God, out, or even Noah, back then, he said, I can't do this. We're wiping them out. Because humans constantly sin and go against what God wants, and they're always recreating what God says to fit their own ideals. It's nothing new. We're doing it today. We did it 2,000 years ago. God says that some sins are worse than others, though. So keep that in mind. It's only a couple, and we're going to look at the scripture here. Sexual immorality is one of them. Remember Saddam and Gomorrah? He destroyed that. When Noah and the flood happened, there was, the earth was filled with sexual immorality. So God wiped them out. A lot of these other times in the Bible... There are cities that God sends an angel in to slaughter the people, men, women, children, old, young, all of them, because the town or the city or the area or the people or the nation, whatever is being described, is filled with sexual immorality, idolatry, things like that. What is sexual immorality? Well, God designed sexualness or sexuality to be between a man and a woman, Adam and Eve, way back in the Garden of Eden. So anything that goes against that or that is different from that is immorality. There are whole lists in the Bible. It's things like incest, rape, uh, all kinds of uh, really just, it would be in a normal mind, you would see it and it would be gross or disgusting. It's filth. It's not good. It's uh, filled with uh, lust 
pervertedness, orgies, all those negative kind of words, uh, pedophilia, um, all of that. It's not good. So that is sexual immorality, or men with men and women with women. Anything like that is termed, biblically, sexually immoral. So when we have a nation that's filled with that, we start to have problems. God says that is one sin that is worse than others. So we can check that out. 1 Corinthians 6.18 So if you have your Bible, turn there. Otherwise, I will read it. 6.18 Flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a man commits are outside his body. But he who sins sexually sins against his own body. Okay, why is this important? Why does it matter? It's my body. If I want to sin against my own body, can't I do it? Okay, you might say, yeah, sure, you can. It is your body. You're in control of your own body. As long as you're not taking advantage of someone else's body, maybe that's okay. As, as long as I'm just sinning myself. So maybe you are a pornography person and you're sinning against your own body, but you're not hurting anybody else. You might say that's okay. Wrong. It's still a sin, and here's why. The next verse. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit? Who is in you? Whom you have received from God. You are not your own. You were bought at a price, therefore honor God with your body. Okay, there's a distinction to be made here. Your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Who is in you? that you have received from God. That means the only people that have this in them, that have the Holy Spirit, are those who have received it from God. That means they've become a Christian and they have been baptized by the Holy Spirit or they have asked and received the Holy Spirit inside of them. So if you are not a Christian, if you don't believe that Jesus Christ died to pay for your sins, you don't have the Holy Spirit in you. This is why some people can read the Bible and they, not, they don't understand it. Because it is the Holy Spirit that interprets the scripture for us and helps us understand it. Another uh, could be a really big long thread to pull would be how some religions, Catholics in the olden days, said that the masses of people could not read the scripture because they could not understand it. Well, they were not believing in Jesus, so none of them could understand it anyway. They said, oh no, only the popes or the bishops or the priests were holy enough to read the scripture. A lie. Anyone can read the scripture. God wants everyone to be in his word every single day. So be in the word, ask and receive not only Jesus Christ, but also the Holy Spirit. Then your body is a temple because you have the Holy Spirit of God within you. So when you're looking around and you see people sinning and they don't know right from wrong, it's very possible they're not a Christian, so they really don't know right from wrong. Have mercy on them, lead them to Christ, change their life. Alright, the next sin that is worse than other sins. So we have all sins equal, sexual immorality, worse. Okay, blasphemy, worse. This comes from Matthew 12.31, so we're going to dive over there. 
right now if you have your Bible again please go there if you don't don't worry Matthew 12 31 says 12 31 so do not be afraid you are wait a minute that's not 12 but we're gonna read it anyway sometimes these mistakes happen for a reason someone needs to hear this <clears throat> Do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Whoever acknowledges me before men, I will also acknowledge him before my Father in heaven. But whoever disowns me before men, I will disown him before my Father in heaven. What does that mean? It means if you are feeling ashamed right now of the gospel, of the Bible, of being a Christian, if you are ashamed in any way, don't be. Acknowledge God before your fellow men. Tell others about Christ. Lead that person in sin. If you say, I don't know, I'm embarrassed. I don't know if it's my place to correct that person. Well, if you do it lovingly from a place of caringness, it's your place. It's always your place to bring someone to Christ. So now let's go to the correct verse, 1231. Hope you're keeping up. And so I tell you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men, but the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. <clears throat> okay. Do we realize how important this is? Every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men. Okay, what does that mean, forgiven men? It means every sin and blasphemy against other men or humans, if you get a different translation, it'll say mankind or humankind or people, to include everyone. This includes everyone. It's not just men, meaning the male people. It's mankind. So, every sin committed, including blasphemy against other humans, will be forgiven. But, the blasphemy against the Spirit, Holy Spirit, God, Jesus, will not be forgiven. Why? Why will this not be forgiven? Well, Let's see. Anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but anyone who speaks against the Holy Spirit... Alright, so that is a little more clarity. People who speak against Jesus will be forgiven. Why? Well, because He came here to earth as a man to lead us to God, to help us be in God's glory. He died to pay for our sins that separated us from God. So, people are going to speak against him. They will be forgiven. But anyone who speaks against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven, either in his age, this age, or in the age to come. So, if you speak against or blaspheme, the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. Now, does that mean if you do it, you're not going to heaven? No. It means... If you do it and you're a Christian, you better repent. You better be sorry about it. Just like if you do sexual immorality, repent, be sorry. It's just that that sin, those two sins, there could be more, we're only diving into two, those sins carry more weight than all others. And on Judgment Day, when you die and you go up there and God shows you every single thing you have done wrong, and he says, all of these are here. All of these are here. Why should I let you into heaven? Your answer had better be because Jesus Christ died for me and paid the price for all of those sins, and you're sorry for doing them. And that's it. 
that doesn't mean you can go run around sinning. You have to, in your heart, be and try to be like Christ. We're going to keep going. So here on earth, people think that it is okay to lie occasionally. Oh yeah, it's just a little white lie. We even teach our children to lie. Parents are the number one educators of lying because that's what they do, whether it's on the phone. Oh, tell them I'm not here right now. Oh, I'm sorry, they're not here right now. Or, hey, whenever you're home alone, just tell them I'm in the shower. Now, it's a safety thing. It's an okay lie, but it's still a lie. And children don't distinguish the differences that young. They'll distinguish them later. They'll figure it out later. But in the meantime, you cannot not deny that lying is something that is taught. We learn it also Humans, we are born into this world. It's a fallen world, so we have sin within us, and we naturally do wrong. We naturally are evil inside. It is only through receiving Jesus that we become good, and that is also a problem. So several people think it is okay to lie. Many people use the Lord's name in vain. That is horrible. Well, we're going to have a whole another sermon on that another day, another time, but... If you are one of the people who say God or Jesus when you step on a Lego in the middle of the night or when something is going wrong, you need to correct that habit for many, many reasons. A lot of people also say, hey, sex before marriage is okay. I can have casual sex. That's fine. Well, it's not that good. Or recreational sex. I can do that. No. It's not. They're all sins to God. And the penalty for sin is death. We're going to go to Romans 6.23. It's right after Romans 3.23. There are also two very common verses. It says, uh, let me get there so I read the correct. Wait a minute now. Romans 6.23. It says, should say, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. So let's see, Romans 6.23. Yes, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So when you sin, and remember Romans 3.23, all have sinned, so you have sinned, proven. What is the wage or the penalty of sin? Death. All right, so you've sinned, penalty is death, you're falling short of the glory of God. What does that mean? Hell, eternal separation from God. How do you not have that? Jesus Christ. The gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. We can now be in God's glory. This is huge. This is very important. I hope you're seeing it. So no matter what society says, God says all that stuff is a sin, you cannot be doing it. Society says, hey, one day a year, it's okay, go kill anyone you want. No, it's a sin. Even if society says it's okay. Society says, hey, it's okay, we're going to make it legal for you to steal. Or we're going to make it legal for you to rob your neighbor. Whatever. Society can do all kinds of crazy things against God. Look in the Old Testament. They put up a big idol and in, in, in the book of Daniel. Put up a big idol and everyone worship it. Okay, that's wrong, but society said it's okay. 
Keep in mind, society do, does a lot of things that are not okay. It's all sins. So be careful what you do. Be careful what you see. You need to keep your body pure because what you see, you tend to reenact. We have two more verses we're going to touch on real quickly on this to say that this is very important for children. Remember I said parents are the number one teachers of their kids to, to lie? It's because the children see that and they model the behavior. If your child is watching uh, cartoons or something on TV, a show that the characters are uh, angry or violent or lying or cheating or stealing or demonstrating any type of sinful or, or wrongdoing, your child will become like that unless you correct it. And if you have your children watching that and you're like trying to correct it, you have a lot more work to do. Just eliminate the problem. Let's go to Luke chapter 11, verses 33 to 36. Okay, Luke 11, 33 to 36. No one lights a lamp and puts it in a place where it will be hidden or under a bowl. Instead, he puts it on a stand so that those who come by may see the light. Okay, that's the pretext. Now, the point. Your eye is a lamp of your body. When your eyes are good, your whole body is also full of light. But when they are bad, your body is also full of darkness. See to it then that the light within you is not darkness. Therefore, your whole body is full of light and no part of it is dark. It will be completely lighted as when the light of a lamp shines on you. What does all that mean? Well, basically it means your eyes are a lamp to your body. So what you see, you do. What you see comes inside of you. If you watch people uh, killing and lying and cheating and stealing, you inside will have killing and lying and cheating and stealing that's going to start acting out. Whether you intend it or not, it will slip out. So keep your eyes pure, good, look on good things, model those behaviors. Humans are, are creatures that will mimic and adapt and copy other behaviors. Make sure you're putting good behaviors in and watching and modeling good behaviors. We're going to go to Matthew 6, 22 and 23. For one more point, 6, 22 and 23. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. If your eyes are bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? Light and dark cannot compete. If there is light, it will overpower the dark. If there's too much dark, there will be no light. You can't have both. You can't have some light and some dark. There's either light or there's not. It's either black or it's white. There's no gray when it comes to light and darkness. You can, it's either light or dark. You want light. Therefore, remember, all sins are equal, except for those other two. And there could be more. If you find more, I encourage you to do so. Read the Bible. Study it. All sins are equal. Humans give them ranks. Our laws, our society. It doesn't mean you can do any of them. Work your hardest to be holy like God. So, there's one more point that I want to make and then we'll wrap it up. If there is a sinful something going on somewhere, like way back when, when they were going to hang people, 
okay? And everybody goes in attendance to string someone up for who knows what. Could be anything. Because they look a certain way, because they... It could just be, let's say it's because they look a certain way. And they're going to go hang someone because they look a certain way. They didn't do anything wrong. They can't help it how they were born. That's how God created them. Now, if you, a Christian, said, we're going to go and watch because it's, it's interesting. Are you sinning? You didn't do it. You're not, you're not participating in it. You went there and watched. You're sinning. Why? Because you are supporting. You are there supporting an event that is a sin. Same thing. Let's say they have a parade for all of the porn people. Okay, this is wrong. You go there, though, because you want to watch the parade. That's a sin. You're showing up in attendance, supporting something that is not godly. They could have all the murderers walk down the street celebrating. You could go there. That's sin. You didn't commit the murder, but you were in attendance supporting whatever cause they have going on. Keep that in mind. If you are at an event that is supporting a sin, you yourself are supporting that sin, which is wrong. Don't do that. All sins are equal. All sins will separate you from God. The only way you can become in God's glory is to accept and receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Work your hardest to stay away from sin. Resist it. Remember, resist and the devil will flee from you. And also, try your best to lead others to Christ. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for this great message today, this powerful and inspiring message, all of these uh, verses that uh, hit home and and flowed together nicely. And thank you so much for the extra verse you brought up. Uh, someone needed to hear that out there. Uh, please touch that person. Touch those people if it's more than one. Allow them to be revived and renewed and remember how important they are and that they have a purpose. Everyone has a purpose, Lord. Help us to find that purpose and discover it and to uh, really, really try hard to be like you, that every single person out there would make a conscious effort to become more like you, no matter how difficult it is. We know you didn't have an easy time going through life, dying on the cross, going through the crucifixion. That was hard, impossible. Lord, thank you that we don't have to go through that because you have already done it for us. And I pray for each and every one out there that they would be inspired to tell someone exactly what you have done for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Once again, I want to thank you for being here today. I really appreciate it. Share this with someone. Use those links below to share it on your social media. It's real easy. We've made it easy for you to share Christ with others by creating content that you can click on to share. So I ask that you do that. Also, remember, all sins are equal. Stay in your Bible daily and try your hardest to be more like Jesus.